0: Doctor Lawyer Chef. And I'm like, uh-huh. see? Like <laughs> it's all it's on the list. I get a dishwashing job at 14 and this is it. And I'm just gonna start off uh what's your name? What position are you? Where are you located at?
1: Currently, uh my name well, my name is Steven stempian and I am currently the sous chef at Hollywood Casino in Joliet, Illinois.
0: Okay, Hollywood Casino. And what's your uh, position there again? Sorry That's about right.
1: that. No, I am the sous chef there. I demoted my. Oh, you're the sous I, chef I demoted there. Demoted myself from executive chef of a country club <laughs> to to okay. the sous chef position. I am enjoying the hell of it.
0: Really? Yeah. What What made you want to do that? Just Just get out of that routine, uh, well, or. Be- Tired of telling people what to <laughs> yeah, do? Yeah,
1: being the executive chef at a country club is a big ordeal. Um, you know, really? everybody says that country clubs are places where chefs go to go to die, go to retire and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> every year in the wintertime out here in Illinois, as soon as the snow hits the ground, the course is closed. So oh, right. November 15th, um, every year they close the course um and then every march had to reapply for the job you know um the, okay yeah oh, really. I here went from uh government run you know free money we could spend as mm-hmm. much as we want and then they started outsourcing the kitchen so first year I was there I was under the government under the park district and then Next year, it was another gentleman, Uh, next two years, it was another gentleman, so I had to reapply for my job, then he left, and then another guy came through, had to reapply for my job. So every winter, I was, you know, um, jobless, basically, after November 15th. So I would, you know, work at a pizzeria delivering pizzas, or a bar, like Prohibition, and work till two o'clock in the morning oh, and, you know cooking bar food and then oh, yeah. march comes oh, along man. reapply for my job again so
0: but oh god that doesn't sound good no at that, all. that was
1: not good i even did a private country club um where you know it was members only and they were closed every monday but i mm-hmm. would get a call hey this one member wants to come in with his family and eat you have to come in and open up the kitchen i'd have to open up a whole kitchen oh, just for Jesus. one guy And his wife and two kids, and it was just like, no.
0: Yeah, that's. It's like it almost feels like you're you're doing a favor at that point, and I'm not really in the business of doing favors. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, exactly. You can't tell me on my day off. It is. That's brutal. So so now you're at the so now you're at the casino. How's that? I've never really talked to anybody that worked at a casino. Is that? Is there lots of restaurants in there? Is there one big restaurant? How big is the casino? The
1: casino is massive. Um, We are also a floating casino. So we have um, all the gaming is on a barge. So that gets underway uh, twice a day. But they got it. Because of COVID, they put they put it on land. They landlocked it, so we're not getting underway anymore. Mm. But there are six food outlets. There's a fine dining steakhouse. There's a sports bar. There's the VIP cool. lounge, uh, which is like a buffet setting. Cool. They have a buffet, which is closed because of COVID. Because, you know, you can't let people go up and grab their own food. S- still yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah, they closed.
0: No way. And uh, then we
1: got the deli, where it's like a takeout lunch, sandwiches, uh, right. So six food outlets in this casino, and currently four open, two are closed.
0: Wow, and that and that's even still from that COVID. is
1: because of COVID. You know, when they uh when I came on board last year, they um you know they they never talked. They're still not talking about bringing uh, the buffet, the Grand Buffet, open or um another uh, one open because of covid and all the people were all at my location is union which is one of the okay. biggest difficulties i've had to experience you know yeah. as a salary manager if i'm not invited to help in the kitchen i cannot touch food it's a union grievance i'm taking job away from them um oh so my god if,
0: you know, I've heard about that a few times from people that that are in a union, that it's the whole not my job principle is like pushed versus, you know, in my kitchen, you're not even allowed to say that. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So that's wild. Yeah. How do you deal with you, that?
1: You know, you have to watch them struggle and you have to watch somebody go chef i need help and then the moment they say i need help i can go and help i could jump on the line i could cook i could prep but if nobody invites me i cannot touch it
0: so so what happens if you don't do you do they, they burn well, can they, they report report you, and burn. you to the union? Is...
1: um uh because right. it's union they try to call everybody back and only so in my outlet i get the sports bar and my counterpart chef wants mm-hmm. so they're supposed to be um a complement of one chef per outlet. So that's six outlets, six sous chefs, and an executive chef. Right now it's just me mm-hmm. and Chef Juan. There's two of us to do four food outlets and oh, front wow. of the house manager. Um they took over the deli and I got the sports bar and the fine dining steakhouse Chef Juan got. The steakhouse is open two days a week. Nobody came back from right. COVID. Every nobody, none of them people came back.
0: So, are you guys still having any supplements or state supplemental income or anything like that no, right now no, that are, that's still lingering? No. no, all that's done, and they're still not coming still back, not to work.
1: back to work. No, they didn't want to come back.
0: Huh? Maybe it, it's the union thing turning them I away. I think so because, think, um, or
1: with having some outlets closed and stuff like that, they weren't getting their... Mm-hmm. Um seniority and their years and their tenure and stuff like that. So they came back to work at the sports bar and they're a VIP cook or a banquet cook. They'd have to start with zero seniority and they've been there 20 years. So a lot of people, those that do work. I mean, I'm supposed to have six in the morning, six at night and three prep cooks. So 12, 15 people, four came back. So I am working with four people. And for Chef Juan at Steakhouse, he's supposed to have six people and two came back. We just hired two new cooks um, that came on board, you know, so it's a struggle.
0: Man, you'd think that, you know, I mean, I know that it's, I understand how, you know, sensitive the subject is. I totally get it. But you'd think that after two years, like, somebody at the state level or whatever would figure out how to have things open back to normal again because it's only hurting. It's keeping things closed is only hurting the the employees and the establishment, right? So if they're putting these laws into effect, hurting the, the state's employees and hurting the establishments, where's the, you know, where's the incentive to even want to open back up? I mean, this is crazy. This two years, I would totally think that that would be, um, you know, over by now. And again, this is sensitive subject and especially me being here in Florida. I mean, we're, we're at full, you know, unless it's a corporate thing and it's a, you know, but we're at full capacity on everything. So it's, I really don't (laughs) want to take that for granted because it's really hard. I hear this stuff all the time too. And You know, I haven't really talked to any union people and I don't really know much about working in a union, but I understand there's a lot of benefits to it. But it sounds like there's also a lot of like loops to jump through or hoops to jump through. There is, you know, on a constant basis. So what's the hiring process like then? Is it is can you just put an ad out and hire people or they have to go through the union or how do you hire new people? So the
1: company puts an ad out and then, um. Okay. So when they do get hired on board, uh, the union rep, a steward, what they call them, will meet with them and they'll explain the union responsibilities, union dues, the dues and don'ts. Mm-hmm. You know, the union dues they got to pay money out of their paycheck. So the company pays a hundred every, every paycheck, paycheck like uh, seventy bucks or something like that, or seventy bucks a month. I don't know. I don't pay union dues. I just heard. I just yeah, heard people talking crazy. about it. So they, um, Mm -hmm. and then every six months, they rebid for their job. So the senior person gets the first bid, and then it goes down to the lowest person on the chain. So the shit jobs get to the newcomers.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, that I see that as a, a plus and a negative because I mean, it gives you almost like a review every six months so you can kind of weed out the shitty people, but you, can't, you know. But at the same you time, but you can't, but you can't. You can't.
1: Okay. Uh, union fights for their people. Like, I wrote someone up for a beat on their phone, Union fought for them, got that right up to kicked out of their folder. Um, someone for not during COVID, not wearing their face mask. Union fought for everybody that got written up for their face mask got it kicked out of their folders so union oh, fights yeah. for these people they don't just get fired you gotta you gotta a verbal you got-
0: yeah but I mean can you can you keep them in the in the lower positions nope. then is there is that a way nope. to do it so then what's the review for every six it's months they their
1: rebid uh they gotta bid on their job they go uh for their schedule that they want. And if somebody's oh, sitting here and takes a schedule that that person wants, you got people crying in a, That's it. In a waiting area. No it's a bit, Yeah. Somebody else got my job.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. So when you're working in a union area like that, is there a way... It, do you guys ever like contract out non union? Yeah. Is that a is that an you know, option? No, it is an
1: option. I don't know. It's not at my level. We have I haven't had your experience. Okay. It. You know, we haven't done any uh, weddings or anything like that uh, to where we would need mm-hmm. extra hands okay. so, that I, I would not know.
0: Yeah. Well, because I'm just thinking about, you know, if you're if you're three people short in each of your guys's establishments or something and you're having to wait for the union to put the job ads out and all that stuff. There's got to be something you could do in the meantime. If I mean, I don't know what your guys levels are at right now. Do you feel like you're struggling and you need those extra people or are you running OK right well, now? Right
1: now we're, we're doing really well, but you could tell. That, you know, four people working every single day, seven days a week, lunch and dinner, they're getting burnt out. The cabin fever is just, it's thick in the air at that place. It really is.
0: Yeah, and it's hard when you, you know, I haven't worked in many corporate places, but it's hard to do anything outside of the corporate structure either. Like, even as something as simple as, like just schedule a day off for like a kitchen clean slash, you know, let's hang out outside of our, our normal routine, uh. you know, and you just, you can't, it's, it's, there's too many rules and stipulations. You can't just, you know, get your, get your guys a beer. Or yeah. Something, you, you know,
1: can't. I, um, I signed a new frac contract agreement. I can't date anyone that's non-salary. I can't, Go out to drink with the non with the union people. Right, cannot hang out with them.
0: Right, yeah. See, and you you understand too. I'm sure of like the the benefits of that, but there's also discretion too. Of like, if you are a good leader and you do want the respect and you want to show your staff that you care and you they're not just working themselves to the bones for no reason, you know, you want to be able to gift them something or take them out to dinner or something like that and when you don't get to do that you know it like you said there's it's cabin fever it's, it's the people coming to work every day in their uniforms that's the only time they see each other they don't even know what each other looks like outside of the job you know should they run into the one of their coworkers, they probably wouldn't even recognize <laughs> them because they don't ever get that opportunity. I mean, I've worked at places where I had no idea what anybody looked like. We had a party you know like a Super Bowl party and I'd worked there for like nine months and I showed up and everybody's like in their, I call it civilian outfits, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and I'm like, holy shit, these are real people, <laughs> you know? These are you know, so, so from that point on, especially now that I own my own company and stuff, I, I make sure that you know, every once in a while, we just obviously I can't invite everybody, but like my core group, you know, five to ten, you know, we'll go out to dinner or something. And of course, it's business. I'll, I'll talk about something. But just to get out of that monotony is huge, even if it's for one night, if it's, or it's for two hours or whatever it is, every few months. It goes a long way, and I feel like that's that's a really hard burden to, to take on in your position. Yep, yep.
1: Well, also at the casino, uh, one of the – it's such a massive place. We have a facilities department that do the welding and the repair on all the equipment. We have utility oh, okay. uh, who are dishwashers. So a cook cannot wash dishes unless uh, – yeah, Yay. unless it's overtime hours that a cook can sign up for in the utility department. Uh, <laughs> oh we have God. EVS and environmental systems, which clean everything, the bathrooms, the floors. Um, every It's all departmentalized, and you cannot cross over another department. That's wild. That's we have so security. Wild. That's we so have wild. IGB, Illinois Gaming Board. Um, the people with the guns, you know, that walk around, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like in the movies <laughs> in Vegas, you know, the people that shoot people. We got them.
0: That's yeah, wild. And they
1: uh, they they're, they're pretty. That's pretty intense because they look at our books. They they look at our purchases on food. I'm like, why does a gaming commission have anything to do with the soup that I'm ordering? Right. And they look at our right. books every month. They look That's at our wild. purchases, they That's look at so- our budgeted purchases, you know, it, okay. it's, it's pretty crazy at how intense it is. Like the union, I, I'm not sure the company, the union get together and they're like, all right, so cook two makes $16 an hour. Cook one makes $18 an hour. But if you go across street at McDonald's, you're making 20, $22 an hour. Yeah, oh I was,
0: he, well see, and I always I always thought that, that the unions tended to pay more. That's not the case there.
1: No, so the benefit is you know you're at sixteen dollars an hour, but the company is paying one hundred percent of your benefits. Hollywood Ooh, okay. they pay one hundred percent of your medical, your dental, your vision. All your benefits are are mm-hmm. covered by the company. So mm-hmm. you're 16 dollars an hour. That minus your union and taxes, that's your money. I'm paying uh, 380 okay. a month in my medical, dental and vision. Right. You know, but not the you do people the company pays for them.
0: So so you're so you work for the company and all your workers all are union? All my
1: workers are union. But I you're am not. not. All salary managers are huh. not a union. We are not in a union.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty intense. Wow, that is intense. That's wild. All right. Well, let's let's go to a different subject because I like asking this question. Um, what describe like a perfect day at work from the time you get in walk in the kitchen, you know, and and go walk me through that. What does a perfect day look like? <laughs>
1: anybody ever answer that uh it, it doesn't yeah happen, yeah they know? have and you
0: know what's crazy all your food you know it's crazy though they're all the, the same food arrives, they're all the same you know
1: that which is you know yeah. never you know something's wrong with the green leaf lettuce today bacon didn't right. show up it, it's never the coffee <laughs> machine works so that's per- my perfect day if i don't have my right. next four cups of coffee after i drink my pot at home before <laughs> i head in it's not right. going to be a good day you know, I had somebody tell right, me, right. "Chef, your coffee's up here." Start talking to people when it comes down here, because you're 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 a grumpy individual <laughs> right now.
0: I, I I totally understand. Actually, I'm, I'm building out a, a my catering kitchen, and we're gonna finally have our own spot. And in half of it, I'm making it into a coffee <laughs> shop because I love coffee. Love. You know, and and it was just perfect. But yeah, everybody I've been talking to. Right. Everybody I've been talking to, like, it, the first or second thing is always my staff shows up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, I get that. And so, so you know, for you, it's like you want to come in, food you don't have to send back, it, food comes in, your coffee's got to be there. Yeah. Right? And then open up on time, everybody's, you know, relaxed and not running for it, prep's probably getting done, you know, that yeah. kind of thing.
1: Yesterday, six people called out.
0: But no yeah, way yeah
1: so it was uh one outlet the vip d- dining had they had to close the bar because there was no bartender um i ran with mm-hmm. two cooks and myself um a mm-hmm. couple servers called out it, it was just it's crazy right. it's crazy it's, yeah
0: yeah that's why i always ask this question because we're all going through the same things right, right. so whenever i say you know what's what's the perfect day it's usually food goes out smooth all my staff shows up you yeah. know and then oh here's another one do you do you like it to be like a little bit more busy or slow oh i prefer on busy your, on your perfect day at uh, work?
1: it has to be busy time yeah. flies, right now i'm
0: batting 100 percent with 100%. that
1: time goes by mm-hmm. so much faster you don't feel um like wasted like you wasted your time at all you know, it's right. just everything. You're not
0: staring at the clock. Yeah, everything
1: runs smoother when it's busy. And business is a, uh, sales is a cure-all. Yeah. You know, you got the sales. You could, you know, mm-hmm. say, well, I had Johnny stay late because we're busy. You know, covers right. everything. Right. Oh, we have yeah, a that's, receiving that's a good department. Way, that's a
0: good thing to point out, we too. We have a
1: receiving department, so I cannot check my own food in. There's a...
0: What? yeah, there's a young guy
1: in receiving that sits down there and checks in all the food. It gets they have it. Does he is he a no. chef? Does no, he? He's uh, I have no idea what the hell is <laughs> Does he check quality? If he's supposed to. Uh, there's some shit that's come through. Uh, green leaf lettuce, uh, ron case tomatoes. So, you know, at our level, we got to take a picture of it, send yeah. emails to the Receiving doc, uh the food oh, buyer so which is not on site. Um corporate, the guy oh sent it back.
0: Gosh. So you so when you do an order so when you do an order, you're you're sending it to a food buyer and that that person's buying the food.
1: That, well, we send it through a computer system and it goes to the companies that we oh, need okay. it to go to and, and it brings it in. But if I want oh, okay, something okay. different, the food buyers gotta
0: that's not, that's on, the not list. on the
1: list. Exactly. Uh food buyers gotta call the company, get the price, get an email, start a chain, get a hold of corporate. Can we get this in? Can it be an improved item? Can we get it into the computer system so the chef can order it? <laughs> I cannot just oh call up.
0: God. That sounds like a, like Aramark or something. Pretty
1: much. <laughs> I cannot just call up uh a test of produce because I use Midwest produce and say, Hey, test to send me some hardcore bears or something. I can't do that. I, right. right. I, if I want Man. something that's not on the list, I gotta be, all right, buyer, I need this. You need to ask the produce company, produce company can't get it. He'll ask us foods. Um, uh, performance foods oh, gfs man. another one can they get it no they can't that he's got a you know it's
0: oh my <laughs> god there's so many extra <laughs> so
1: steps many the hoops we gotta jump through just to get food in. it's amazing
0: um I really enjoyed talking to you where um, I, I, I want to do this again. So I'll, I'll let you know. Um, there's some other stuff too that we can talk about. Uh, I want to learn a little bit more. It was really cool learning about the union stuff. And I think that non-union chefs out there will uh, benefit from hearing some of it. Um, just if they're thinking about going into that world or whatever. But I really enjoyed uh, talking to you and we'll talk again, hopefully. And I want you to go have a really good day and kill it. Thank you for listening to the Saber Food Podcast. Really enjoyed talking to all of you. Have a great day and go kill it.